Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you are new here and love a Reddit story, why not click that subscribe button right now, maybe that notification bell too. And before we do jump into today's stories, I just want to say a huge thank you to a new cheeky member over on YouTube called Genie B. Thank you so much. And to everyone for your love, support and time towards the channel it means the absolute world. And let's crack on with today's stories. <laughs> much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Benefits of Interstacy. Am I the arsehole? Dad's girlfriend gets nothing. My 36 female dad was always mean, bad-tempered, abusive, bullied anyone who would stand for it, which unfortunately included mum, who was completely cowed by the time my brother and I were old enough to get out of Dodge. Our homes were always open to her, so him, not so much. The last year, he surpassed himself. After a heart attack, mum devotedly nursed him through. He decided he'd never really lived, threw mum out the house they owned in joint names. She came to me and we were glad to have her, and moved in a girl known in the family as Dad's Bimbo. Never held a job, no qualifications whatsoever, which is quite difficult to do in the school all the local families went to, including ours, and exactly one third his age. I refused to believe she was attracted to him, the stereotypical, bad-tempered, overweight, red-faced gammon. Well, sucks to be the bimbo. He had another heart attack last month and died interstate. Under English interstacy rules, the house is mum's automatically, and the relatively small size of the rest of his estate means she gets all of that too. The bimbo, of course, gets nothing. So we went in, emptied the house of all portable valuables, replaced dad's big screen with a small portable, and served a 28 days notice to quit. She's blowing up about her rights all over social media and the small rural town we live in. We don't care. She says she gave up a council flat to move in with him and can't get it back. We don't care. She gambled and lost. She says she's pregnant. We don't believe her. It hasn't stopped us smoking and drinking. My husband thinks we ought to find out if she is carrying a half-sibling. We don't care. Even if she is, the kid is entitled to exactly one-third of what me and my brother are sharing, i.e. bugger all. So, are we the assholes for ignoring this woman's alleged child? This is England. She won't end up on the streets, but she won't get my mum's house and garden either. Now, I got to say straight away, when I saw the whole, you know, you give her 28 days to get out of there, I'm not sure what it's like in the US when we face this, but I've watched loads of programs online when you try to evict someone who's been in your place for a long time, even squatters, you know. And whenever I've seen these programs, if, if they say they're staying, it's always taken months to get that person out so i do feel for you in that respect massively because i think it's going to be a bit of a battle another one of my favorite programs nightmare tenant so <laughs> but i'm sorry that you had to go through what you've been through with your father in this but there's no way you're the arsehole she isn't entitled to nothing and, and whilst i always do feel if you know if she is pregnant we don't know but if she is pregnant i do feel sorry for that child coming coming into the world like this 
by no fault of their own, but that's not your fault either, which I think you're doing exactly the right thing in this situation, in my opinion anyway. But history buff says not the arsehole, I like your style. In fact, I'd go one further and tell her that if she is pregnant and she won't stop smoking and drinking, then you'll have no option but to report her to your local social services department, who will investigate if they need to get a child protection order when the baby is born. That should get the truth out of her. I should point out that I don't think she is pregnant either, nor is that something social services may be willing to do. But she won't know that. August Baby says, not the asshole, call her bluff, take a pregnancy test to her. Do not believe her saying that she went to the doctor. Tell her you need to see proof of pregnancy right now. If she is, let her know a DNA test is needed for proof that said child belongs to your dad. She will still need to vacate the property with proper eviction notice. I would address her SM rants with, oh, you have rights as a mistress to a known married man. Please show us where. Always call people out on their bluffs. Zedborn says not the asshole, you're doing everything exactly right. So glad you and your mum are free of that awful man. And soon the bimbo. Fickle Willow says not the asshole, you have no responsibility for your dad's bimbo. If she is pregnant, then her child should get whatever they are entitled to by law, which sounds like one third of nothing. You don't have any responsibility to this woman or her child. She is an adult who needs to grow up and learn how to support herself and the child she is bringing into the world. Bordigan says not the asshole, this is what happens when you want to play mistress. Follow whatever legal laws you have to protect yourself. She's most likely lying about being pregnant because they always say that. If she really is pregnant, it's simple enough to prove whether it was your dad's or not. Now, what do you think about this situation? As I said, I always feel sorry for when, you know, there's a child involved and I know that's not OP's fault whatsoever or anything to do with it. But, you know, I do feel sorry for that kid at some point, if the kid is real, of course. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from, am I the arsehole yelled at child? Am I the arsehole for yelling at a child in a restaurant? For context, I, 32 male, have never been comfortable around children. As long as they leave me alone, I can be in the same area as them for a while, but I do not want to interact with them much. I have some younger nieces and nephews and I've gotten used to them because they are family, but I still don't care to be around them for extended periods of time. This past week, I was out with a couple of my friends at a sit-down restaurant. Shortly after we were seated, a family with a young boy, probably about five, was seated at the table next to us. I was dismayed, but I decided I was not going to show my frustration. However, the boy was very noisy from almost the moment he sat down, and his parents did not seem like they were trying to keep him quiet. As the evening went on, I got more and more angry at this disruption of what should have been a pleasant evening with friends. Eventually, the boy started getting out of his chair and running around his table. At one point, I decided to excuse myself to the restroom, and that's when it happened. As I got up and started towards the restroom, the kid was out of his chair. I was walking past the table and he, not paying attention, ran out and bumped into my leg. At that point, I snapped and shouted at him, get away from me, you stupid idiot. He started crying and ran to his mum. Both of his parents started yelling at me, saying, how dare I call their precious children idiots. I yelled back saying that they should control their child better and that someone could have gotten hurt. As we argued, everyone in the restaurant started looking at us and eventually a manager came over and threatened to kick us out. By this point, the evening was ruined and my friends and I just paid our checks and left. My friends told me later they thought I was an arsehole for going off like I did. I think maybe I should not have said what I did, but I was frustrated that the parents of the child just let him disrupt everything. What do you think? Am I the arsehole? 
I don't know what kind of restaurant this is, but clearly it's one that allows children. I've seen restaurants that are in London and stuff that don't allow children in them and it's adults only and all that kind of thing. Just when I went to Chester just recently, the majority of the restaurants around me didn't allow children in after a certain time, after 6 p.m. or something like that. You could have picked one of those, but you didn't. And as a 32 year old, yes, I understand, you know, in restaurants, children can be frustrating if it's really noisy and you're trying to enjoy your experience, but there's still the other option of going to a non-child restaurant, absolutely. But you decided to get all angry about it and basically completely lose yourself and call a five-year-old an idiot. Get away from me, you stupid idiot, is what you said to this child. How do you think that's right? And again, I go back to the fact, you know, I don't think children should be dashing all over restaurants and just let to run, go running wild around a restaurant while other people are trying to enjoy their experience. I totally get that. But kids also do make noise when they're sat at the table and, you know, that's perfectly fine. But to get so angry about it is crazy to me. So I will go with a you're the arsehole in this one, but RB1327 says you're the arsehole. Say the same thing to an adult who accidentally bumps into you and see what happens. Whether you like kids isn't the issue. It's your abysmal social skills. Alpha Queen says you're the arsehole. If an adult had accidentally bumped into you, I doubt you would have yelled at them or called them a stupid idiot. You don't have to enjoy children or spend a lot of time with them, but you do have to tolerate their existence. And you don't get to be dismayed that one sits at a nearby table in a public place. You were mad about the kid before he even did anything. I can't judge if the noise level was excessive or if you just decided anything this kid was doing was going to piss you off, but your reaction is clearly over the top. Fox Unicar Kilo says, what the actual fuck? You're the arsehole. There's no way you're not the arsehole. The boy was annoying, but you do not call literal children stupid idiots. What is wrong with you? Calgary Chris says, you're the arsehole and there is something seriously wrong with you. This type of anger towards children, despite what Reddit might tell you, is not normal or okay. Helpful Wrangler replies that saying, seriously. And I say you're the arsehole as a child-free person who isn't fond of strange children at all. But it's part of the world and people who have kids also deserve to have things like food they didn't make. Children are busy, energetic, noisy things. It's just what they are. But it's part of growing up to be a productive adult. This was a complete overreaction. Even if you don't like them, we live in a society and they are still part of it. OP needs to get over themselves immediately. And we have one more from Redoubtable South who says you're the arsehole and I say this as someone who doesn't like kids either. So please trust me when I say that you're an unbelievably massive asshole. No one likes ill-behaved kids at restaurants. No one likes loud, crying kids or when kids are allowed to run around like it's a playground. Barring restaurants with actual playgrounds. That's on us to avoid. But yeah, then get this kid and call him a stupid idiot was completely uncalled for. It was so far out of line that I don't even give a shit what his parents were allowing him to do. You blew whatever high ground you have to stand on to smithereens. Your behavior was worse than a child and his parents, and you ought to be deeply ashamed of yourself. And I say this as a person who, who won't have kids, who's refused to babysit, who tries to find ways to get out of interacting with kids, and has such a strong response to screaming kids, it literally makes me see stars and gives me a headache. You do not get to treat children like that. You are the person who ruined the evening. Now, what do you guys make of this one? How would you doubt if you was in the parent's shoes and you found someone calling your child a stupid idiot, a five-year-old? I find that crazy. Woo. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And our next story comes from Dangerous Charity 603, titled, Am I the arsehole for going over my teacher's head to get my grade changed? I've had a plan since freshman year. Get into one of my top choice colleges and then spend the rest of the year having fun. This is because my last few years I've been grinding a lot of my grades, tennis, which I've been playing since I was seven, but competitiveness picked up during high school years, sats, etc. So I want some time to chill during senior year. Most seniors do this anyway once they get into colleges. Usually colleges don't accept people until later in the school year, but I got recruited by one of my top choices for D1 tennis, meaning I'm more or less guaranteed admissions if I keep my grades decent, so B's or better. If my grades dip below that, I would get rescinded. I've kept all A's for most of my high school career, but I calculated if I score well on my, all my tests, I could maintain B's in my classes without turning in any assignments and thus have more free time. So I did just that this year so far, and most of my teachers are chill with it because they know I already got into a good college. My AP Calc teacher, on the other hand, is a hard ass that decided it was unacceptable not to do the work. So he retroactively changed all the assignments to be worth more points, so now I had a D in the class. I complained to the principal because A, that's just unfair in general, retroactively changing stuff is dishonest, and B, that fucks up my college's chances. I framed it as mostly a A issue rather than a B one, and also said it would look bad on the school if a student from there that was supposed to attend had to be rescinded. The principal saw my side of this, and I'm sure other students complained as well, so it wasn't just me, and he made the teacher revert stuff back to the original. This clearly pissed my calc teacher off, and he's been acting passive aggressive towards me, but I don't think I'm in the wrong. There's nothing wrong with chilling out a bit once I got into college, and besides, I was getting A's on the test and a B overall, which shows I understand the material. Plus, as I touched upon before, it's just unfair to retroactively change things. Am I the arsehole? And we're going to start with Snoo Donuts on this one saying, It's a bit sad that you feel like school is only for grades and not for learning. High school classes made the first one and a half years of college so much easier. Lots of party time. But your teacher was out of line. If that is how the system works, it isn't up to him to decide that he doesn't like it. Not the arsehole. Himkano says everyone sucks here. You're correct that the teacher was wrong to change the grade and rubric specifically to hurt you. That is unethical and unprofessional, and you were right to complain, and that is why your principal had your grade changed back. On the other hand, play dumb games and win dumb prizes. 
Your attitude though and ability to game the system is probably not gonna serve you well in college or your job. It will work really well until it doesn't and then you will find that being right or presenting the most logical argument will not mean as much as you'd think. More facepalms replies to that saying hard disagree. The corporate world is a lot about politics and gaming the system. Entrepreneurship even more so. Advancement is more about optics than genuine accomplishment. If you simply worked in earnest all the time and didn't game the system, you'd be incredibly naive and get looked over time and time again. OP sounds like he understands well what's required of him and he'll do just fine. Not realizing how petty his calculus teacher is was an oversight, but his EQ will naturally develop as he matures. Salty Porpoise asks, are you saying that two weeks into the school year you have no intention of learning anything more this year? That's pretty wild. And one more from Boom who says, everyone sucks here. Teacher can't change grading stuff mid-year because he doesn't like that some people can get around the rules. You shouldn't be getting passing grades by not completing homework. This is going to set you up for a massive failure as an adult. One in college, if you don't do your homework and turn in all slash most of the assignments, they drop your ass from their class. Two, in a job, if you have to have something completed for that job and you don't do it, you get fired after multiple non-complete. It'd be one thing if you were doing the HW in class. I used to do that. Complete all homework in class and not have any at home to do. But you're spoiled at this point and it's gonna set you up for a rude awakening. Edit to add, not everyone has the same experience. Some people have a college that has no homework. Some people have a college that has tons of homework. Some professors don't grade homework as hard as others. Everyone's college is different, but on the off chance that OP's college Fs him in the ass, he needs to be prepared for all different types of college. College like mine, for the last three years, that will F your life if you don't do your homework. And college is like apparently a lot of other Redditors that got the easy life when it came to college. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Got some varying opinions there, but what is yours? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Unconditional Throwaway 12, titled, Am I the asshole for telling my stepson my love is conditional? My late husband, Derek, 56, and I, 52, have two children, 14 and 16 together, and one stepchild, Damon, 28, Derek's son from a previous marriage. Damon has never gotten along with me, and I've come to terms with this long ago. I tried bonding, I tried backing off, I did everything but divorce his father. When his father was alive and he lived with us, Damon would tell me he hated me, tell his therapist he wished I was dead, begged his father to divorce me, and told his siblings he couldn't wait to move away to Israel and never see them again. He was 16 to 23 when this happened. I had grown to strongly dislike Damon and would do my best to not involve myself with much of anything to do with him. When I left, I thought he'd mature and grow to change and accept us or at least be cordial, but he cut all contact with me and only communicated with his father. Derek passed last August and it's been rough on me and the kids. The home is taken care of and it was Derek's wish to hand it down to Damon. Damon wanted us to leave right away and I asked for a month to find a home and he obliged. During this time, I tried to offer sympathy for his father's loss, but he wouldn't have any of it. So I gave up the dance as the song was clearly long over. I moved into a three bedroom for my kids and myself and left the home to Damon with all of his deceased mother's items, his father's possessions besides my wedding ring and some pictures. I thought this would be the last I heard of him until recently. He called asking to meet and I humored him. He said that he wanted to try again and be a family. I asked if he meant he'd like to see his siblings. He said he wanted to have a mother and son relationship with me as he knew I loved him no matter what and his father would want us to reconcile. 
He didn't even offer an apology and suggested we simply forgive and forget. I told him that the time for reconciliation was long gone and if he wished to see his siblings, he could if that's what they wanted. But my love was conditional and I have none for him. He was quite upset after and has sent me multiple messages through the other family members, calling me a spiteful bitch. Derek's side of the family believes I'm depriving him of a second chance over what he said when he was angry. They said a mother is supposed to love her kids no matter what. Am I the asshole for telling him my love is conditional? Now, part of me, you know, when I come into these stories, I was thinking halfway through, I thinking, this guy's up to something. There's, there's, why would he turn around? There's no reason for him to suddenly turn around and then straight away flips again when you say, you know, you don't see him as a son or anything like that. He flips again and calls you a spiteful bitch, just like that. But I do wonder what he's up to. My Columbo senses are tingling. But absolutely, you know, he's never treated you as a mother figure. He's treated you poorly all his life. Why should you start suddenly giving love towards this guy now? To, like a lot of stories, I think he's just a stranger to you now. But Truffle says, I was ready to call you an asshole, assuming this was a child, but this is a grown ass man who kicked you out of your home. Not the asshole, and honestly side-eyeing this kind of man who would leave his estate to his wife before his kids. I thought that as well, but Perpetual Learner says not the asshole. He wants something. Tread very lightly. Chick Brit says not the asshole, and the cynical side of me wonders what his real motives were to suggest a relationship with you. Such a complete U-turn after years of detesting you feels a bit off to me. Giggy Lily replies that saying, I'm assuming he's in a relationship to someone who has a close relationship with her, sibling slash step-parent, and he's trying to position himself as being that type of person as well. Imagine being 28, kicking your siblings out of their home and assuming the love of a step-parent you treated like trash would be unconditional. Throwaway validations as not the arsehole and it really sounds like he had a nasty scheme in mind behind this reconciliation ruse. I'd keep an eye out that if he starts chatting up your kids, he wants something. Oriho Me says, not the arsehole, all love is conditional. People just don't like to hear it. Damon didn't really mean that he wanted to reconcile. It sounds like he has an alternative motive. If he did want a relationship with you, he wouldn't call you out of your name. And Demonic Angel says, Not the asshole. Tell those family members that you're not his mother. He's never considered you to be anything more than a woman who married his father. Ask those family members why suddenly you're his mother when he pretty much abused you for years. Where was their defense of family when he kicked a grieving widow and his siblings out of their home? And tell them to fuck off if they use, but you are family excuse. If he wants a happy family, he needs to apologize, go to therapy, and seriously make an effort to gain your trust. Otherwise, he's simply your late husband's son and the half-brother of your children. By the way, be very careful of his interactions with them. Do not let him have unsupervised visits with them until you can trust him. I also suggest putting your kids in therapy to help them. My guess is they have a lot of anger slash unresolved issues with him and then need a place to express and work through it. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What do you think Damon is up to? I'm very curious on this one. I hope we do get an update for this one day in the future. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Careless Chicken 156 titled, Am I the asshole for backing out of a promise I made and consequently leaving a bride without a wedding dress? I, 25 female, am a seamstress. It's not my job, but I've done quite a few pieces throughout the years. So far, I've made three wedding gowns and a couple of graduation dresses, apart from everyday clothes. My friend Karina, 26 female, is getting married and she asked me to make her a dress. As a wedding gift, I told her that I would pay for the materials. 
as long as they are not expensive or very unique, so she just had to pay me an hourly rate for my work. She wasn't very excited about that, she expected me to gift her the dress, but she accepted. This was three months ago and I could already feel something was not right. Looking back at it, I was dumb for not listening to my gut. Karina has been an absolute nightmare to work with. I truly have never encountered someone more exasperating and I've worked in retail. So far, she's changed multiple times the fabric, the shape, the details, and the overall design of the dress multiple times. She has also been extremely specific about certain very expensive materials. Karina says she has good taste and needs everything to be perfect. I just think she's being extremely obnoxious. My breaking point was when she decided that she needed Swarovski crystals in her dress. I asked her if she thought of adding them as details, but then she tells me that she wants the whole dress covered in them, in Swarovski crystals, that I have to pay. <laughs> I literally started laughing from how ridiculous it sounded. This was all by text, by the way. I text her that there is no way I'm paying for those crystals. I send her the message, Karina, I truly appreciate your friendship, but I've realized that you have not been a nice person to work with. Your demands are unreasonable and you've been taking advantage of me. I have decided to end our deal here. I will send you the bill for my work so I can finish the gown as we previously agreed to. When you pay me, you may come for your dress. She then texts me that she doesn't have to pay a single penny for my work since I'm the one who is not fulfilling my part of the deal. I then text her, no pay, no dress. Karina's wedding is in a month and she is absolutely freaking out on social media, looking for secondhand dresses or places to rent wedding gowns, which leads me to believe that she was counted on me gifting her the dress. I feel awful. Everyone I've told this says that what I did was an asshole move, but Karina deserved it. I truly don't know. I was thinking of finishing the dress in a more simpler manner and gifting it Karina. Now, there's no way you're gonna be the asshole in this. You haven't left the bride without a dress. She's chosen not to pay you and wanted crystals all over a dress and you to pay for them. <laughs> Ridiculous. She's the one who's taken advantage of the situation. She's left herself without a dress, as we always say, as consequences for her own actions within this story. And I wouldn't feel guilty about it at all. This is all on her. Petty Me says, yeah, I'll finish the dress, but I'll double the price now and you'll pay for the materials too, if she's that desperate. Doesn't sound much like a friend to me, but Anna Lyra says, not the asshole. Bridezilla never intended to pay you a dime. Lesson for you, you didn't set a limit on material costs. Not too expensive is extremely subjective. Do not back down on no money, no dress. I'd go ahead and finish it and put a fair price tag on it. If she wants it, she can pay for it. If not, sell it cheap online so another bride can take it and have it fitted and altered as needed for herself. Faster says, not the asshole. She was definitely taking advantage of you. You didn't leave her without a dress either. She just had to pay for it and is not choosing to. I'm curious why you offered to pay for the materials instead of offering your services for free and she pays for the materials. Then she can have whatever she wants but gets the free labor. Hindsight maybe. Tolbala says, not the asshole. Listen, if she absolutely does need that dress, she'll pay for it. If she doesn't, it means she knows she can't afford it and was all too happy to put it on your tab. This is like offering to buy your friend lunch so they purposely ordered a lobster tail and their most expensive bottle of wine. Fuck these people. And freedom from past is not the arsehole. Wow, just wow. Let her go and find another dress. It sucks you have to eat the cost of what you've already bought, but it may well be worth the cost just to be rid of her. And Fuzzy Purple Frog says she wanted Swarovski Crystal Encrusted Dress. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> I, I used to use them a bit in beading. 
only a bit because they are pretty stupidly expensive. I don't even want to think about how much it would cost to buy enough of them to cover an entire wedding dress, not to mention the work involved in sewing them all on. Not the arsehole, she can go to the store and buy a dress in a month's time. Don't put yourself out anymore for this person. And just, just something to cure my curiosity without me googling i like to ask you guys a question here and there how would they sew those crystals on are they like little pouches they they sew on or do they put a hole in them and sew them on i'm wondering i'm very curious about that one. or do they glue them whatever it is it sounds super time consuming to me but airedale mama says not the arsehole the bride is the arsehole she has taken advantage maybe it would have been a good idea to set a material cost budget at the start of the deal but honestly the bride's demands are a bit outrageous Jellyfish has not the asshole. your friend was taking advantage of you. You are also not alone in being taken advantage of because you sew as a hobby. Noble Neurotic says not the asshole. you gave her the terms of the agreement. She didn't abide by them. Also, it's unacceptable to continue to change your specifications for a dress like this. Has she hired someone who was not a friend? They wouldn't have put up with it, or if they had, they'd upcharge her heavily. Now, what do you guys make of this one? And what are your thoughts and comments and verdicts on all of today's stories? Let me know if you choose to do so, but never any pressure either. If you have a moment, would you please consider hitting that like button, maybe that subscribe button as well, as it truly helps out the channel. And if you want to support the channel further, never any pressure there, guys, honestly. Some of you guys message and you can't afford it and stuff like that. And I never, I never expect it, you know, it's, it's, it's just if you want to, never pressure, please. You can click that join button down below or click the link in the description for Patreon and join up there. Thank you so much and I will see you <laughs> in the next one. Take care, you cheeky so-and-so. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.